What's good everyone? Kia ora, my beautiful listeners. Welcome back to Own Your Shit podcast. You are tuned in for another episode with your host, Maria Tanahu. Damn, it's been a hot minute since I've uploaded a podcast. Um, on God, I've recorded a few episodes for you all the past few months, but I wasn't really happy enough to release them, although you guys have been hounding me to upload another podcast, but I just didn't want to post them just for the sake of it. And I know you all have been super patient with me, waiting for an episode to be released, which I just want to say thank you so much. Honestly, thank you so much for being patient with me and for still supporting me through this journey. I know I haven't been as consistent on this platform as I would like, or any of my platforms really. I guess I've just been really trying to focus on being in the present, which is something I've always struggled with. And it's just been so good to finally be in a space where I'm enjoying life and enjoying where I'm currently at. So yeah, anywho, it is fucking hot. I'm literally sweating out of my asshole right now. Um, Aussie weather is just next level. Like I'm trying so hard to get used to it, but your girl's dying. Your girl's dying here. Um, if I can be honest, I don't really know where this episode is going to take us, but I'm just currently having a wine. I finished mahi like a few hours ago, so all showered, and I thought, you know what? I think I'm just going to sit in front of a mic and just see where this episode takes us. So yeah, these last few months have just been so hectic that I haven't really been able to kind of sit down and have time to do this to be honest like oh what has these past few months consisted of shit what has these past few months consisted of (laughs) um well I moved into a new spot with my best friend about two months ago um I'm currently sitting in our spare bedroom at the moment it is quite echoey here so I don't know how um this is gonna sound so if it sounds like shit bear with me I'll try my hardest to try edit everything out um what else has happened I went on my first date (laughs) and like a year of being out of the dating game um I was proper terrified fam like I am so I just I don't even know how to date anymore let alone speak to another human being like I've just been sticking to myself but I think it went well Um, When I moved here, like, the last thing on my mind was just meeting anyone, and it still isn't on the top of my list. I mean, you know, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not fully going out of my way to date or meet people. I mean, for fuck's sakes, whenever I go out, I give a fake name, guys. (laughs) I give a fake name to these men, (laughs) purely because I just can't be asked for it. I know it's so bad, hey, but this is probably the longest I've been single in a very long time, and... It's kind of been nice just trying to figure life out on my own and, you know, do me, do some healing. I mean, guys, fuck, should I really say this? Fuck it, who cares? Uh, I've been celibate for over a year. <laughs> like, I'm feeling like a damn fucking virgin again. But nothing my trusty rose gold friend can't do, guys. <laughs> Barbershop tings, get your fades here. <laughs> Um, anywho, enough of that. Um, what else has happened? Um, I turned 25 last month. Quarter of a century, baby. (laughs) I was a little bit hesitant on how I was going to react to having, like, my first birthday away from home. 
and not celebrating it with my friends and family like I normally would. But I've, I can be honest, I was actually dreading the day. Um, but man, my birthday this year was probably one of the best birthdays I've had in my 25 years Earthside. It was everything more than I could have planned it to be. I was surrounded by my second whānau here, drinking bottomless cocktails, dancing, laughing the night away. Like the vibes were immaculate and my cup was just filled, filled to the brim. And you know when you have your birthday every year and you don't really feel any different? This birthday felt like I took a step into just a whole new season of my life. And I know, I know it sounds cheesy as fuck, but... I genuinely felt a massive shift in myself and I think it was just waking up in another country and you know in my own place with my best friend it all kind of just felt very surreal to me and Jamie my girl made my birthday a very special one like this bitch literally got everyone back home to make a video wishing me a happy birthday which ranged from all my friends to my mum, my dad, my siblings, nieces, nephews. Like, it was so beautiful. It was actually so fucking beautiful and something that I needed on that day because this little power, yes, this little power was feeling very homesick. I still am and, you know, I've moved here to Brisbane by myself, leaving my friends and family and... When you've always had your whānau and your friends surrounding you, it's not easy to leave them behind. And I'm sure a lot of people know this when they do end up venturing off on your own, but I've been very blessed, and I've said this before on my other podcast, but I've been so blessed to have my second whānau here. You know, they support me and they've welcomed me in with open arms as their own. Like, I'm very lucky. I'm one lucky girl and I cannot stress it enough. But yeah, um, what else has happened? Gosh, I'm just trying to think right now. Um, I quit my second job. I know I said I'll speak on this field of work a bit more, so should we speak about it now, hey? Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. So, drum roll please. <laughs> I was working in a strip club. Yep. <laughs> the girl who can't stand the sight of males was working in a strip club. How ironic. <laughs> it was actually hilarious though when I told one of my bros um, back home that I was working at a strip club. His, he instantly was like, what the fuck? You don't even like people, let alone guys. You have the word fuck off written on your forehead. <laughs> and I mean, he wasn't wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> but I was approached on a night out by a girl. Um, she was handing out, out like a card and then she ended up asking me if I wanted to work at a strip club. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it, man. I moved to this country for new experiences, so why not? I'm single, no one knows me, what's the worst that could happen? Um, and it's actually funny though, because before I moved to Brisbane, I was chatting with my dad, and I said to him, look, I'm thinking of like going over to Brisbane and stripping. Yeah, daddy-o didn't like that idea. <laughs> He was like, fuck no. So kind of pushed that that to the side. So anywho, I ended up contacting the number and I got an interview straight away. And I was going to apply as a dancer at like, you know, at first because I really wanted to do it, but my dad's in my head, and then I thought to myself, fuck, I might as well just dip my toes in first and see what the environment is like. And then chat with some of the dancers and kind of go from there. So I was working as a spicy bartender. <laughs> Which was hilarious because 
I have no fucking, well, I had no fucking experience in bartending. And, like, the drinks in, like, here in Australia are so different from back home. Like, you get your, your easy vodka Red Bull, but there was, like, some other ones that I didn't even know. So I'm like, um, RTD, you want a Smirnoff? Like, you know, just shit that I knew. But um, the men who I was serving were always so lovely to me when I would tell them, look, I'm learning, what do I need to do to put in your drink? Which was great. And they'll make it, like, they were so nice and they'll just make it a lot more better. And they would tip me too. So thank you. Thank you, men. <laughs> and then, like, if I wasn't behind the bar, I would be on the door, like, you know, taking payments or trying to get people in. Or I'll be doing promotion, um, which was a bit of a love-hate relationship with being a promo girl because that shit was fucking crazy. Each night was never the same when you're on promo. And if you've ever worked at a strip club and done promo, then you would 100% know what I'm talking about. Like, I know you guys are probably wondering what the fuck is promo. So when you're working on promo, your job is to try and promote the club. Or like, you know, try walk people back to the club, which for me was always a good time. Like, I enjoyed it. You get to have a yarn with them. And if the person was nice enough, they'll even tip you. So I made a few hundred bucks just walking someone to the door. Um, you know, extra money in the pocket, baby. Cannot complain. Plus, I got to see, like, all my sickies down the street or down the strip that you normally walk down. So it was always just good to have a yarn and talk about the crazy shit we've seen so far. So, yeah, just watching people turn into creatures throughout the night was always a laugh and the interactions you'll have with people are so fucking funny which made up for the job you know I mean I'm gonna be real as fuck though not all interactions were pleasant I've been yelled at I've been like kind of abused um <laughs> like I literally got yelled at by a grown man because I wouldn't let him take a photo of me or like one of the girls that I was working with had a crazy woman come up to her and literally yell Get a real job, you fucking slut. And if you know me, I don't tolerate that shit. Like, hell no, you ain't gonna talk to me or my friend like that. But it was chill though. We just laughed about it and then shrugged it off. Although, sis was clenching her fists. <laughs> and um, I think the biggest thing I took away from this job though is that you can't take shit personal. You will have people that will degrade you or say shit about you because you work in a strip club. But that's a them problem. This whole stigma around strip clubs and strippers is just so stupid. Like, it's 2022, babes. If, a, if women are okay do, doing what they want with their lives, then it's got nothing to do with you. Like, that's their life. Emphasize on their life. Like, what does it have to do with you? Just make it make sense, please. <laughs> I think a lot of people have this kind of portrait painted of you as if you're selling your fucking soul to the devil. Like, some nights I'll go to work, right? And the hero complexes on these men were shining through. Their capes were blowing in the wind. <laughs> the amount of men who would try and save me. Honestly, I would hear it all. Like, you're too pretty to be doing this. You don't have to do this. Or try, like, ask me about my childhood or ask me about my dad. And I'm like, mate, <laughs> it's not that deep. Like, it honestly, is isn't that deep, my guy. And... I even had someone say to me, I'll give you money right now to quit your job so you don't have to be working here. Like, guys, it's, it, I have no words. <laughs> I'll just laugh at it though. Like, you know, I'll just go along with it and laugh at these shitty jokes. Like, <laughs> tip me. <No. laughs> but other than that, I fucking enjoyed the job though. And plus I got to see beautiful women dancing and owning that pole. It was seriously just so fucking cool. 
And it made me love women even more because the amount of shit the dancers have to put up with, like men touching them inappropriately after being told do not touch them that way or saying rude things that were just so unnecessary or even other women degrading them like sis where's the support like I thought we we're all about empowering women these days what's happening <laughs> but us girls at the club were pretty lucky to have like a mint boss because he made sure no one fucked with us although the guy was like young he was like a young gigolo <laughs> he gave me those kind of vibes but and the sickies there they were always on top of this shit so yeah but everyone was very young that's kind of what I noticed like I was actually probably one of the oldest people that worked in the club like I was I'm 25 I'm not that fucking old surely but these girls ages range from like 18 to 23 which fucking blew my mind but then again it's like fuck yes absolutely here for women that are working for their paper and having to deal with shitty, shitty men while doing it like I don't know how they do it because bitch <laughs> it took a lot of energy guys it took so much energy to just try and like fake smile or fake laugh but the moment I was off the clock I instantly took my little happy mask off and any guy that would try chat to me while I was making my way home like I had to walk through the valley so this is like two three in the morning like any guy that would try to talk to me, I would automatically just tell them to fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, my guy, I'm not getting paid anymore to be nice to men. So please just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> um, yeah, but would I work in a strip club again? A hundred percent I would. Maybe as a dancer next time, but I would for sure do it again. Absolutely here for the vibes. And you know, if you are someone that is thinking of getting into this field of work, Honestly, if you're not ready to take the leap into dancing, then even go as bar staff, do bartending, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I have to say, you just have to have thick skin because you will be dealing with a lot of misogyny, um, shitty men, even shitty women, and just make sure the environment you're working in is a good one. Because I'm not going to lie, um, you're surrounded by women, and us ladies... You know, I love my woman, but we're fucking bitches. <laughs> we are bitches, we are very catty, and women in strip clubs, they are after the same thing as you, and that is the money in these men's pockets. So you've got to be confident with going up to men and asking if they would like a dance and just completely owning your shit, okay? Owning your shit when you go up to these men, owning the pole, and for the love of God though, do not take anything personal. I would pick up on vibes from girls like simping over a male that was saying like sweet things to them like babes these men are drunk and now horny as shit because they're watching naked women dance or they've had a lap dance from you and they are going to say anything to you this is them speaking with their dicks okay not their brains go find someone at a coffee shop instead of a strip club all right <laughs> But other than that, if you're thinking of doing it 100%, do it. Do it. Don't even think about it, okay? <laughs> Anywho, Fano, that's me for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed me rambling off on this one. And, you know, if you have any questions in regards to this episode, you all know what to do. My DMs are always open. And you guys know I absolutely love it when you all show some aroha. So don't be, don't be afraid to show some love. And last but not least, own your shit. Ka kite whanau.